I wanted to say hello and happy Thanksgiving to all of my systems and workflow podcast listeners. Now I've got some time sensitive news to share with you. I know it's one of the biggest shopping weeks of the year this week, and I wanted to bring your attention to two big sales happening this week only. First up, I have teamed up with the legal page who you are going to be hearing on the podcast today to bring you 40% off all of her contracts in her shop this week only. And bonus, if you use my code DOLLYD10, you'll get an additional $10 off. So why is having contracts important? Well, if you own and operate your own small creative business, you need to have contracts in place to not only protect yourself, but to protect your clients as well. Plus, you probably want to save yourself a lot of legal headaches, which can come up if you have no clear boundaries set up by well-established contracts. And you most likely want to have peace of mind. So this week, head on over to my show notes after listening to this week's episode to snag 40% off. And don't forget to use my code DOLLYD10 for $10 off on top of that sweet discount. All right, secondly, don't forget, you can get 30% off all of my systems and workflow magic shop products. So if you want to be more streamlined and automated with the puzzle pieces of your business, I have a lot of different products to help you out with that as well. So make sure to use code BLACKFRIDAY, all one word, to score 30% off in my shop. Remember, both of these sales last November 21st to November 28th of 2022. So please take advantage of these two amazing sales. All right, I will catch you in the show. Welcome to the Systems and Workflow Magic Podcast, where I help entrepreneurs go from scattered to streamlined in their creative businesses. I'm your host, Dolly DeLong, a wife, a mom, and a photographer turned systems educator. Join me every week as we have conversations centered around creating tactical workflows and automations in your business. Now, let's make some strategic workflow magic. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Systems and Workflow Magic podcast. I am your Systems and Workflow BFF, Dolly DeLong, and I am so pumped to share with you that we are in our very last episode of our series, How to Automate and Streamline the Back End of Your Business for Your Opt-ins, for Your Offers, or even for Your Bundles. And I cannot believe how fast these episodes have gone by. And really, I've been getting such great feedback about how helpful they are. And I just want to thank you all for tuning in and for sending me messages and letting me know how helpful each episode has been for your business. That's awesome. So since you all know I like to go big or go home in my series, I wanted to end the series featuring another amazing business owner who I have loved following through the years. And I personally have learned so much from her because of her education. And I have been able to apply so much of the legal side to my business, like legal systems to my business, 
this is because of Paige Griffith of The Legal Page. All right, so she is here today, and I'm so excited for her to share more of the legal side of how to set up systems and workflows legally for your creative business. But before we begin, I do want to share her official bio. So Paige is the founder of The Legal Page and a legal educational platform for small businesses. She is a certified jurist doctor, sorry, I totally butchered that, and holds a BA in economics and political science. After working as a federal law clerk, Paige traded in the traditional law life for a virtual one and opened the doors to the legal page in 2018. Her contract shop, podcast, YouTube channel, and blog teach entrepreneurs how to get legally legit in no time without breaking into hives. So law aside, Paige is a Montana mom who loves hiking, lake time, and red wine. And Paige, I just want to say welcome. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. I just want to say a shout out to Paige for living in Montana. That's my home state. And that's another reason why I just have always adored Paige so much, that Montana connection. So yeah, we've had it since the very beginning. Born and raised here. Love Montana so, so, so much. So just know you guys, I'm not like a California who converted to a Montanan in oh, the past yes, two years. Yes, I've loved- been here for a while and so is my family. So <laughs> I'm excited to be in the 406 state. I love that so much. It's another really fun, just like fact about Paige. So Again, the reason why I wanted to invite Paige on the Systems and Workflow Magic podcast is this. For one, she's a legit attorney and specifically an attorney who educates other creatives. So why not have an actual expert who can help point you in the right direction of how to get started with the systems you should be building out when it comes to, you know, that legal stuff, um, the scary stuff. Sometimes we refuse to acknowledge as creatives. And point two, in the series, I have been talking a lot about the importance of having a terms and conditions and a privacy policy for your business, especially as a puzzle piece on the footer of your website and or landing pages, as you put together the back end of your opt-ins or offers or services And if you're a part of a bundle, there has to be some sort of terms and conditions for each of those puzzle pieces. And so instead of me going on and on about like what I have gleaned from my YouTube education and from online education about legal stuff, because you all know that is not my background, I wanted to actually speak to a real expert. So you guys are in for a treat, learning from Paige. And she, as always, has so much wisdom to share. And at the very end of this podcast, we're going to be sharing a lot of resources with you. And she has her own podcast too. So you, I would say definitely subscribe to her podcast. We'll have that in the show notes. And that way you can further your education alongside Paige. So Paige, do you mind peeling back the curtain even more, we're going to talk a lot about like terms and conditions, privacy policy, all that fun stuff, but I'm probably butchering every term I'm using. So let's start with the terms and conditions page. Like what does that mean for one's website and one's creative business? 
Absolutely. So Dolly, thanks for pointing that out. You guys, I am giving you a crash course today in this topic. So just know if you need a little bit more information and in-depth kind of education and knowledge surrounding terms and conditions and privacy policies and where to place them and what to have in them and all of those different things, you can head over, like Dolly said, to the Legal Page podcast on your favorite listening platform. But to talk about what TNCs mean for your website and business, the main thing is all about how and why. How are users using your website and what are your business policies surrounding the most important essentials on your website? Copy, i.e. text, and photograph copyrights. So what happens with plagiarism? What happens if someone steals your content in total? What happens if there is like an entire copy of your website design? Those types of things need to be in terms and conditions. The one thing I always like to tell people though, Dolly, that most entrepreneurs don't understand. They're like, oh, okay. Dolly and Paige are telling me I need to put TNCs and a privacy policy on the bottom footer of my website. TNCs, terms and conditions, just I'm going to call that in, you know, abbreviated format for the rest of this episode. TNCs aren't mandated by law. They're just incredibly important to have. And it's absolutely super necessary for anyone who sells things on their website. And then in terms of really like the nitty gritty surrounding terms and conditions, it's pretty boilerplate. So I always, always, always suggest that people just get a good template TNC document from a virtual attorney. I sell them in the legal page shop. Other virtual attorneys sell them in their contract shops online. If you have a lawyer that you personally work with and that represents you, they have draft TNCs for your website as well. It really is about how the user can utilize your website, scroll around, but they can't take anything from your website. Of course, like I said, when you're selling things on your website, so not service-based businesses, like if you're a creative who is a service provider, of course, you're going to send an initial client contract. That's different from your website TNCs. But if you're someone who is a creative that's starting to sell like digital templates on your website or things along those lines, you're going to have additional things in your TNCs surrounding your refund policy if you're actually shipping anything, exchange policy, customer service inquiries, so on and so forth. So that is going to obviously broaden the scope of your TNCs behind just general boilerplate language about the how to use the website and what you can't steal on the website. Wow, that's such a good explanation. This whole time, I thought it was mandated, but like in my mind, I thought (laughs) this is a requirement. I have to do this but I don't know why I'd have to do this. Yeah. There's no law that's like, oh my gosh, you absolutely have to do that. There's no federal law across the board, but legally every single attorney is going to be like, protect what you've worked so hard to create, protect the website, get a TNC. Mostly about putting that added layer of protection. Okay. I'm writing 100%. I think it's also just, it's a good way to point any type of abuse or infringement that someone could do to you, point them back to, okay, this is what my terms and conditions say when you were utilizing my website, instead of trying to make it up on your own. Okay. Can I put you on the spot? You're probably like, Dolly, can't believe you're putting me on the spot. Can you give us a worst or something 
horrible, you've heard a worst case scenario story about somebody who did not utilize the TNC. Yeah, I had a client through my law firm, Griffith Law, basically like three or four months ago, reach out to me and say that she had her entire website plagiarized, all of the copy on it, and she hired a copywriter to do it for her. So obviously the copywriter was a work made for hire, which means that their intellectual property transferred to the company that she was working for. But just think if you've spent thousands and thousands of dollars, not only on your website design, but on hiring a copywriter and then probably getting branding photos. If something is stolen, that's immediate copyright infringement on the text on your website. And they didn't have terms and conditions at the bottom. So there was no like, what happens? Do I have legal rights here? It's the notice. Was there notice to this consumer that they weren't able to do that. Of course you have common law rights. I'm not going to get into that here on the episode on like what you can and cannot do in terms of abuse or infringement. But if you have an easy document to point back to, okay, as a user on my website, you breached X clause in my terms and conditions, then we're not only under copyright infringement, we're under breach of contract as well. So again, added layer of protection, additional argument for you should a legal dispute pop up. Wow. That that's scary. That like freaks (laughs) me out so much. It happens. It happens every day. And again, we just need to realize like the World Wide web is there and people are going to take the easy road. Like they're always going to take the easy way out. You have to know that those type of people exist. And so you just need to, you know, do your due diligence as a business owner and be prepared for those situations. Cause it's not Like if it's going to happen, it's when it's going to happen. That's true. That's true. I I like the way that you frame that statement. That's when it's going to (laughs) happen to protect yourself. Okay. So we talked about terms and conditions, what that means, why it's important. It's incredible to have, especially to protect your business, protect your website, protect your copy, protect, just explain to others if you sell digital products or digital services or services in general, just like explaining the concept of that. So let's merge into then privacy policy, because I talk a lot about terms and conditions and privacy policy, but at a very basic level, I just tell everyone you should get one. It's important. So what does privacy policy mean? Yeah. A privacy policy is how you are protecting people's personal information and keeping it private. So The one thing that's different than TNCs, while there is not a specific federal law that mandates you having a privacy policy on your website, such as the European Union's GDPR law that came into effect a few years ago, um, that we all know we're like, oh crap, like mandating privacy policies. (laughs) That's what that law does. There's no federal law across the board for all 50 states that are saying you have to have a privacy policy. But There are some federal laws that apply in certain situations, like the Children's Online Privacy Policy Protection Rule, COPA, you've probably heard of it before, and then California's version of the California Online Privacy Protection Act. And then states are following suit from California. If you don't know this, California always enacts privacy policy laws first, just privacy protections. Yes. (laughs) 
California is the hub. They start it. It's like a big deal in their state Congress. Yeah. And then states are like, okay, California is doing this. I should do this too, to protect consumers in our state. So for example, Colorado, Connecticut, Utah, Virginia, and other states have enacted similar consumer protection privacy laws surrounding the data that you are giving people, whether involuntary or voluntarily giving it to people when you land on their website with cookies attaching, with you voluntarily giving like your name and email when you sign up for something. All to say, I always just to put it plainly for you all, I know I just spewed a bunch of laws at you. Privacy policies really are mandated. I can't imagine a world in which it's like 99.9% likely that you have someone landing on your website from either the EU or at least one of the states that I have just enunciated to you. (laughs) And like I said, there's more states to follow suit. So who's to say, of course, we are kind of in an election year. Well, we're always in an election year, depending on the state that you're in. But we're in a big election year right now. That'll happen, you know, November 2022. By January 2023, we're going to be getting new laws in state Congresses. So more states are likely to follow suit here on protecting consumer data. Thus, it's definitely required to have a privacy policy in the simplest form possible. Website terms and conditions, really legally optimal for you to have on your website to protect yourself and with all the hard work that you put into your website, privacy policies mandated to have on your website. So privacy policies are also very boilerplate, Dolly. So again, don't try to write these on your own. Just go get a template version. Essentially a privacy policy in a nutshell. And I would say a privacy policy actually has more like legal mumbo jumbo in it that you absolutely need to have. So that's why it's not wise to write it yourself. It explains why you're taking people's personal data and how you're taking it and then how you're using it. Many of you know, if you're into like systems and workflows, how cookies work and all kinds of IP addresses. And nowadays, like your privacy protection is really slim (laughs) unless you do things to protect your personal data from getting out there. So many people don't have lots of cookie blockers on all of their devices and all of you know, the browsers that they use. So for the most part, you are giving away your personal data every single time you're online. And if that's the case, then these companies need to explain to you like how they're acquiring your personal data, probably from cookies and your IP address, how you can kind of get that personal data back and also unsubscribe is the easiest way to put it. So any time that you are requesting people's name and address. If you have a freebie, right. Or a lead magnet, you know, same, same, they're used interchangeable. If you're trying to acquire people's personal information voluntarily on your website as well, always have a privacy policy in the bottom footer of your website. Yes. That is exactly what, if you guys can remember for the past several weeks, I have been like hitting that point every single week. Just make sure you have some sort of privacy policy to let your new subscribers know like, hey, like I now have your email address. This is what I intend to do with it. And that will all be outlined in the privacy policy. And Paige is right. Like go and find a virtual attorney like Paige, for example, 
who has this outline and all, literally all you need to do is copy paste it. But I put this in my website. All right, website. And you just tweak it. And she she lets you know what sections to tweak. So it's very easy to use. And it takes about, it took me about 30 minutes to honestly tweak it. And now it's live on my website. And I feel a little bit more like sit calm, safe. Paige knows me. I'm like very like scared of everything. Every message I send her, she's probably like, oh my gosh, Dolly, you're going to be okay. <laughs> but I feel just like that extra layer of relief now because I have that set up on my website. Good. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. You guys, it's really a simple copy and paste. You just kind of fill in your personal business information, but otherwise it's very step-by-step boilerplate language in a privacy policy and a website terms and conditions. And then I'm sure Dolly has told you this, but just make sure those are separate pages on your website Mm -hmm. and in your footer because you're going to link to them differently, right? You're going to link to your privacy policy when you have a pop-up for somebody to download a freebie that they agree to your privacy policy and that you will be using, right? Their email for marketing communications from your business. And they agree to that, but your website terms and conditions is usually what you're going to link to like at a digital asset checkout. Exactly correct. And can I ask you another question that I know, like I didn't ask you this when we were like writing out the notes and talking a little bit earlier, but you had mentioned the cookie policy earlier, butchering the term using cookies or using your data with cookies. Again, Paige, totally butchering the phrase. Is there something like that for new creative business owners or even intermediate creative business owners to go to, to insert that into their website? Or is that a part of your contract shop? Well, that's going to depend on your website hosting platform on how you're going to create that pop-up. I can't tell you how to create it, but it's back to does the law in X state or in X country that you do the majority of your business apply to you. So if you're in California, you're a California-based business owner and the majority of your customers are from California and clients, then you probably need a cookie pop-up because they have very strict privacy protection laws in place that apply to your business. If you're in the European Union or a very significant chunk of your customer base comes from the EU, then you're going to need that cookie pop-up. That's why you see it on some people's websites and not on others, because there's some like states that don't have that regulation in place on business owners on their website. So again, just know what the laws are in your region and in your state and or like where your customer base is at for you to have the mandate upon you to have that pop up on that bottom footer. Cause yeah, we all see it. And then we all either click accept or we exit out. Yeah. I've been wondering about that because I've been seeing it more and more. Are you a show it user? I'm not, I'm entirely on Shopify. So we do have the cookie pop up because we have users from all over the U S and the world. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. So if you are listening in and you're like, what are you guys talking about? I'll try to like find an article or a link. Like, do you offer any resources or blog posts about that? Yeah, of course. Yep. You can search it at thelegalpage.com and we offer additional resources on this topic. That's perfect. Because that's something that just like literally, um, no pun intended, like popped up in my head. And I thought, okay, I'm just (laughs) going to ask Paige about this because I know (laughs) I've got jokes. I've got mom jokes for days. Okay. This is really good to know. I will link that in the resources of this episode. 
Okay, so while we're talking about privacy policy and terms and conditions, can you chat about contracts? So how can a biz owner start incorporating a system of contracts into their business? Because I think that is super essential. Yeah, I love this question because the biggest misnomer I see with entrepreneurs and, you know, solopreneurs in particular, people who are running their own business, wearing all of the hats, is they mainly just think they need their client contract, right? One and done. Like I'm fully protected with my client contract, also known as a master service agreement, MSA in legal terms. You've probably heard that too. Of course you do, right? Like if you're servicing your clients, you're not going to be taking hundreds or thousands of dollars from them without having a contract in place. I would never recommend it. It's literally the worst thing you could do as a business owner. I can foresee probably 50 to 100 issues popping up over the next year of your business if you don't have a contract in place with your clients. So step one, get a client contract. But step two is always get website TNCs and a privacy policy on the bottom footer of your website. So I'm glad we're talking about that. If you guys have both of those covered, I'm so proud of you. You're like 30 to 40% of the way there towards legally legit, which is a big step from zero. I'm just saying. But I always tell people you're never, ever going to be 100% legally legit. Like you're probably never even going to be 95% legally legit. Most businesses like think big, big businesses, right? They're getting sued all the time. So you're not 100% legally legit. You're going to get sued if you're a business owner at that you know, scale. Yeah. But for small business owners, your legal liability and risk is much smaller, but you're always trying to inch your way towards like 70, 80% legally legit. So when Dolly asks me this question, I'm like, this is perfect. I want you guys to go from 30 to 40% legally legit to like 50 or 60 by the end of this episode, mm-hmm. get your TNCs and privacy policy, then go find like general contract addendums and amendments, as well as a cancellation template, because those you want in your legal toolkit to use again and again and again. And I promise you, you're going to need them at some point. Instead of just emailing back and forth with your clients, like have all parties to the contract sign an official one pager contract addendum when you're adding something to their package, right? Or if you're amending their contract in some way, everybody needs to sign a contract amendment. Finally, I tell people independent contractor agreements. That's the last little thing that you need to do to incorporate a system of contracts into your business. You are absolutely going to hire an outsource at some point in your business journey, whether that's you personally as the business owner hiring the independent contractors or whether it's the independent contractors are sending you a contract. If you have your own independent contractor agreement, though, you will know the system that's in place, so to speak, on what clauses you need to see in the contract that they are sending to you and how to protect your business. So again, just quickly, client contract, TNCs, and privacy policy. I just call those website legal docs. And then your suite of contract addendums, contract amendments, and a cancellation template. And then finally, an independent contractor agreement. I love that so much. And I want to be completely transparent with all my listeners. I even send contracts to projects that I do for free or like in exchange of services. Yeah. Because I am a firm believer in, well, one, setting up expectations from the get-go and treating this exchange of service or a friend like a client, I'm going to treat them the same as I would a client. And I want them to know, like, these are my expectations of you. And 
I don't want anybody to get taken advantage of or it gets really weird and icky when there's no terms and conditions or no, what's it called? What's the word I'm looking for? Boundaries. I really feel like contracts are a good set of boundaries to have. And if that makes you feel icky and yucky, well, then I don't think contracts are icky and yucky. I think they're there in place to protect you and then also to protect the people you're serving. And so it's a two-way relationship. So that's how I look at it, if that's like another way to look at it. Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better, Dolly. (laughs) I'm just, again, I am a very much of an avid rule follower and I'm like, we're going to do this. And I'm sure people are like, wow, like you're very, I've always been pretty intense with like, we're going to follow the rules together. And I'm sure people are like, you need to calm down, Dolly. But this has been very beneficial for my small business. As many of you know, I'm a photographer. I started off as a family photographer, and I have incorporated these systems into my business like early on. And it's been very, very helpful for me. And I've very rarely had like, you know, quote unquote, the difficult client that came back fighting because like I've set these systems in place early on. And I am just so appreciative of attorneys like Paige who have helped educate me along the way. So anyways, Paige, This kind of leads into my next question. Will you just like tease out some juicy details? Because I know that you have a huge um, shop sale happening currently right now when this episode drops. And I know like if somebody like me with my personality were listening, I'd be like, I'm scared. What actions do I need to take, Paige? Tell me all the things that I need to do right now. Yeah. So those list of contracts that Dolly and I just talked about, they'll be in the show notes. I know Dolly will put them in there and we will link to all of them at the legalpage.com. We have all of these templates for you. It's literally like pressing the easy button this week because our entire shop is 40% off black Friday week, 2022 for eight days, 40% off our entire shop. So now would be the time. They are the best deals of the year. Everyone kind of goes crazy. All small business owners when we have sales. And we only do them twice a year. And so now would be the time. Also, just note that any legal documents, professional fees that you expend on your business each year are 100% deductible. So really good business deduction as well to take before the end of the year. If you're missing any of those contracts in the suite, especially TNCs and a privacy policy, those two documents are bundled together. Uh, at thelegalpage.com. So you can find those as well. And then I just want to give a disclaimer because I'm sure Dolly is going to have this episode running after our sale. If you missed our Black Friday sale and you're listening to this episode now, just know that we have a couple other sales that happen at about you know every six months or so. I'm not going to give you the full dates because they change all the time. But if you want to be the first to know about our next sale, we don't retroactively apply discounts at all, but another sale will come up. So just go to tlpinsider.com so you can be on in the inside scoop and be the first to know on when our next sale will happen. That's awesome. Yeah, and I would say definitely get on Paige's newsletter. And she also sends out weekly, if not bi-weekly newsletters that help you like in different aspects of your business and things that I never would have thought of to think through for as a creative business owner. So she has a lot. If you want to learn even more aspects and facets of legalities for your creative business, please join her community. And 
I want to ask you, Paige, like now that people have been introduced to you and they, let's say they want to work with you or get plugged into your community, what are some good next steps to get to know you? Yeah. So if you guys have any legal questions, I always, always, always point you to the legal page Facebook community. It's a private community for entrepreneurs. We have thousands of business owners in there. Um, I think we're getting close to, you know, eight to 10,000 people in there. Um, yeah, it's growing on the daily all the time. And I am a lawyer, so I can't answer your one-on-one questions unless I am hired to represent you, which probably isn't going to happen because I am not licensed to do so in your state. But in a group environment, myself and my legal team, I have legal associates at the legal page. We monitor the Facebook community. So that's the place to ask your question. It's in a group environment. Attorney-client privilege doesn't attach. I don't have to worry about legal ethics and responsibilities in a group setting. So go ask your Q&As there instead of my DMs. But as Dolly said, you can go to tlpinsider.com to get on the inside scoop for newsletters and for our upcoming sales. If you missed this one, hopefully you're listening to it the week of the sale though, and you can snag your deals this week. Again, biggest, biggest discounts of the year. And then also I'm on Instagram and you can find me at the legal page. I am also on TikTok. So if you just like watching some funny, like play on legal stuff as entrepreneurs, I love doing reels and TikToks. They're super fun. And then as Dolly mentioned, just to wrap this up at the beginning of the episode, she said, I had a podcast. If you guys want more information and listening is kind of your preferred form of gaining knowledge and education as a business owner, you can go to the legal page podcast on your favorite listening platform. Yes. And you all, I highly, highly recommend you subscribe to pages podcast. I've learned so much on my many drives to and from the school pickup line for Blaze. And I'm sure Blaze has learned a lot too. He's like a little, <laughs> I don't know, attorney in the make. I, I don't know. Or I love it. <laughs> or a cage fighter in the making. Who knows? I always joke around about that. It's going to be very drastic, whatever he chooses. But you all will glean so much wisdom and information from Paige. And I also want to insert this. I am an affiliate for the legal page. I am like a very proud affiliate. I, I really love representing them. And so if you go in the show notes, there's an extra code this week only to use my code and you can use it on top of the 40% off. So that is just an extra incentive for you. And I'm even going to use it because there is a new contract I want for my business. So I'm excited about using that. So Paige, I just want to say thank you so much again for being a guest and for sharing, for pretty much giving us a masterclass. And this is something that a lot of creative business owners, they need to sit down and and really dive into this system and workflow for the legal side of their business. So I really hope everybody who's listening really carves out time this week or over the holidays to really get your business more legally legit, like as Paige said. So Paige, thank you so much. And I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving this week with your little family. And for everybody else, I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving week with your friends and loved ones. And I will talk to you all next week. And next week is a very special episode because we are celebrating one year of the Systems and Workflow Magic podcast. Can't believe it. And I, again, wishing you all a very happy Thanksgiving and I will talk to you all later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Systems and Workflow Magic podcast. 
You can find full show notes from today's episode at dollydelongphotography.com forward slash podcast. If you're loving the podcast, I'd be so honored if you'd subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast player. Be sure to screenshot this episode, share it to your stories, and tag me at Dolly DeLong Education over on Instagram. Until next time, go make some strategic workflow magic.